Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Joe King podcast with SJ and Eva B. We are a three-way Zoom podcast and thanks for listening. There she is. Hi. What a gorgeous jumper. Thank you. It's so cute. And what about the length of it? Is it okay or is it too Perfect. short? No, look. Jesus. I'm just so happy that that's been salvaged. You see, you could wear the shirt out under it. Either. Yeah, I have been wearing it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do that sometimes. I leave yeah. them out. Oh, I'm delighted. I'm so delighted. I was kind of, I was heartbroken when like, I couldn't make it work anymore. I just thought, that's it. That's going into it. And I remember this jumper on you. And I was wearing the grey one today. Hello, Eva. Hi. There she is on her gorgeous bed. Hi. How are you doing? Good, how are you? grand. Have you got a hand-me-down? Are you... Are you... Well, I'm all my clothes, all my clothes. I'm dressed head to toe in D, okay. <laughs> Everything that I'm too fat look, for, I, I shrunk in the, <laughs> shrunk in the uh, dryer, goes to SJ, which I'm thrilled about, because it, it gives you a real pleasure, doesn't it, to see Absolutely. the things that are wasted. It's like for things that I had to buy. I had to buy new jumpers. I gave away all the jumpers. I, I need to get Did new. you wear the grey one? How was the grey one? The grey one's a total triumph under the black coat with the and the terrible the terrible thing is they all look better way better in her than they ever looked uh, to me. No, you know no that's not true. No, I remember totally seeing do. these on you they and they totally looked gorgeous do. on I hate you. That. No, 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 it's not true. It's not uh, true. That was particularly nice. Lovely. I loved it. I always I used to covet this one when I saw it on you. I was like, oh, she's fierce trendy, isn't she? I'd love to. <laughs> no, it's yours. No, it's yours. No, it's mine. There you go. Welcome to Kane. Lovely. <laughs> Thank you. And so I got up, I got I was given a bag of clothes for Dan. And honest to God, I just I can't tell you how much I love getting a bag. Oh yeah. For kids, especially like it doesn't I mean, seem to happen anymore. I mean, it used to happen oh, when they were toddlers. Still, but no, whenever I get to Dublin, Linda hands me bags of clothes. For Louis. Yeah. bags and so she still has stuff for him for next year and the year after like gorgeous clothes it's amazing so lucky and gorgeous yeah gorgeous yeah the bag I got for Dan now half of it was no good my cleaner has three boys thrilled I gave them to her she was over the moon and then the stuff I had like there was a beautiful super dry jacket in it and oh, lots of jeans but Perfect. Absolutely gorgeous. He won't wear them, of course. He'll give it earrings. I used to love giving away the bags of clothes as well when you just got rid of like drawers full of stuff that was clogging up the space. And he'd always sneak in a few like of the old muslin fucking, you know, cloths (laughs) and stuff. Muslin, muslin. Yeah, sneaking a few of those, get rid of the old. (laughs) You know that they didn't want them either, but you're just like, it was a good, good excuse, a good way of getting rid of all your excess shite. I'll just shovel that in the bag. I'll hide it underneath some baby clothes. They'll never know. (laughs) Very good thing to do to go through your wardrobe. We don't do it enough. I don't. I definitely need to get rid. I've done a bit now. It's a great idea swapping with friends, though, as well. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it. 
I haven't, and that's not something that that um we do enough of. It's, I did it, clever. yeah. I did it once and once or twice in London. My friend Melanie did it. She hosted a clothes swap oh, yeah. where you bring clothes. It was too posh for me. Oh my god, <laughs> they were very fancy London ladies with their labels, and I thought, oh dear, don't think anyone's going to be going to the opium bag. Pennies. I know, but you can be. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Flavor, yeah. pennies, <laughs> tree <Yeah>. or <laughs> yeah, no, it was the wrong. Not right. But did you know. score though? Did you do well out of it? I got a couple of things, but it weren't things I wore, you know, over the okay. years. You know, you end up taking things. Oh, maybe you just don't. And you were never invited back. <laughs> I think she thought, no, she's not used. She's not the right girl. <laughs> I did have a little blowout. Can you see me in a, a new jumper? Oh, I, I had a little oh, blowout yesterday. Oh, it's a cashmere. And you know why I had the blowout? Because it's quite chunky. And even though now the cashmere is a blowout, as I told you about my two black sweaters last year, I just live in them in the winter yes. and I don't wear anything else. So I have a uniform now, which I'm very happy with, yes. pretty much. And that was so chunky. And it's a Zara jumper. Oh, good for Zara. Yeah, like I just thought, wow, it's like it was like a hundred quid. They do great knits. But like you'd buy a 50 quid jumper for like a regular cotton one and be gone. Like you'd wash it. You might like it, you wouldn't wash it. Yeah. I the thing is that I will wear it. You you like me, you will ask me to stop wearing it. It'll be like, could we have a new, could we have a new view? Like any chance you could change your jumper? Because I just won't get out of it. I'm the same though. When you've got a nice cashmere sweater like that. No, that's it. You don't wear anything else. I the two black ones, love. I all nonstop. They come everywhere with me. Have you experienced cashmere socks by any chance? I was given a pair of cashmere socks last Christmas, I think it was. Yeah. It's divine. It's like little fluffy clouds. Oh, it's just like your feet being kissed all over all day long. Gorgeous. Did you hear that? Her feet being kissed kissed all over. The writer in her there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. It's as good as it gets. (laughs) I wouldn't want anyone kissing my feet all day. Be running a mile from your corns. I've never into anyone kissing my feet now. No. Not no, a person. No, 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 no. Get that's, away. That's thing. Get away. No. There's nothing nice about feet. You're putting your toe in somebody's mouth. That's disgusting. In the COVID times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> probably a safer part of your appendage to stick in somebody's mouth. If you had a mask on you, maybe. <laughs> no, couldn't do it. Gross. Couldn't do it. You know, the other bit that I think is absolutely disgusting is a tongue in the ear. A tongue in the ear. I didn't know what you were going to say there. Like Uh, a toe in the mouth, a tongue in the ear. To get your tongue out of my ear. That's disgusting. What are you thinking? Really, when you think about it, though, it's all kind of disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Like if it wasn't pleasurable, you'd never do it. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just so, a bit, you understand why kids go when they hear it. It's like, yeah, that's gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's delved deep there. I mean, that's just, you know, the little bit of, <laughs> you know, light petting going on there. That's disgusting. We won't, we won't get all into the dirty, dirty stuff now. That's too, 
No, people be into all sorts of things and all sorts of different art. Sorts of things. No, yeah. Hardened tunics. I love it. I love it. Like we're like three minutes in already. We're talking about anal sex. Oh my gosh. I wasn't talking about anal sex. Listen, I I want to know about Adair Manor. You didn't ride your sister. That was the good news. And what and how was was it just magnificent to stay in better than you remembered? Do you see me? Do I have a glow? Do I have a you glow? You do, love, but you always do. You're very kind. Did you have a little spa? No, I didn't have a spa. No, I was there to work, but I didn't need a spa. My life has been completely transformed after spending five days in the Dare Manor. I cannot tell you. Have you ever been there, Eva? No. Put it on your bucket list. I have decided that that is my place. That is my happy place. It is where I'm going to go to celebrate my 50th birthday, Ellie's 50th birthday, my 10th anniversary, which I couldn't celebrate two years ago because of COVID. We're old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My 20th anniversary, my 30th, should I be so lucky? Should he still be with us? If he's not, I'll bring the two of you. It is (laughs) the most, it's just an extraordinary place. It's it's so beautiful. I've got to stay. I like you have to stay there, yeah. girls. You have to stay there. Everybody should try if they can. Listen, what does it cost? Gently, gently now. It depends on the time of year. So um, a room around this time of year will cost you around eight to nine hundred euros. Ah, SJ, stop the lights. Yeah, but you can a get, night a night, but you can get a room. In January, February for half that. So 450 for a night, um, which is what I would be doing, obviously. Um, But what you get for that is a service, the level of which, and I've stayed in many a hotel, especially this kind of work that I do. uh, And also I've been very lucky and been gifted to stay in other resorts. But there is a level of service in Adair Manor that is incomparable to anywhere else because they are authentically themselves they are so natural so it's not pretentious they all remember your name I was absolutely floored every single day every single person that passed me in the hotel good morning Sarah Jane good morning Miss Drummy good morning I couldn't fucking believe it. Every and it wasn't just me. And that's just a part of their five star training. Like that's that it. is that's yeah, part of the they, deal. Yeah, amazing. It's amazing, but it is like one big family, you know. And so they're they're very involved in what you're up to. Like, oh, did you enjoy the? I mean, and we were working, we were running the uh, an event for people, but it, it's just it's so beautiful, and and it's the people that make it the place that it is, and and of course yeah. the surroundings are just so beautiful. Um, and I just can't, I can't speak highly of it enough. Like I feel. Yeah, no, you've sold it to me. I'm definitely going to get a night oh, yeah. at, the, at the nice rate, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's something magical about getting the five nights in it. Oh, yeah. I'd say you, you settle into a way of being. Absolutely. And I knew I was so lucky to be there and we were working, but you don't really feel like you're working there. I mean, no. because everything is, you know, that you're in good hands. You know that this, the every single person who's there is doing their job to the best of their abilities. It was incredible. And Caroline and I were there together and we were working together, but just having the laugh. And they have these bikes on the in the hotel. So you you can just go off on the bike, you know, around the grounds. 
you can just explore it yourself go for big walks there's a lake and a river and um but you i would cycle the bike down to the gate um the pedestrian gate where you can go into adair village and then you come back and the village is so pretty so it's pretty so, so pretty you had lovely weather this autumn yeah, weather really lovely weather yeah idyllic too yeah it was idyllic and um so i, I really recommend it and we'll do it we'll i'll definitely go there again it's the sort of place you go i'm gonna go again will we record a podcast there hello yeah <laughs> uh, you can remember the time do you the day <laughs> oh, i have a feeling that's one you'll remember that's one that'll stick in the I think i'll in rock the, up for memory. that one yeah i think i'll lock up for that <laughs> anyway do it uh, sounds fabulous it was fabulous uh and your week Ava was that a busy working week um filming uh, yes <laughs> I've lost the I've, I, yes you're the same as me aren't you I can't remember people say to me how was your weekend and it's gone for me by Monday yeah. I mean by Tuesday I'm like god I'd have to I have, have to really search I'd have to real thing yeah 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 look back to photos to try and trigger the mm. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I went to Kew Gardens. Yeah, mm. I, I worked for. I worked on Saturday. Actually, I had a, a we had a six day week. We're, we're behind schedule, so we're doing six day weeks to try and catch up. Unfortunately, um, oh, but dear, yeah, so work. Yeah, and off to Ireland tomorrow. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You're coming to the Sadden Island tomorrow. I am. Will we, will yeah, we see you? Yes, but I, I. Yeah, I have. Um, the schedule keeps changing. I'm going to try and pop down to Dublin for a couple of days. Thursday, Friday, I might be in Dublin, schedule permitting. So, but yeah. Well, sure, listen, we, we'll hear if we hear from you. We'll, we'll, we'll hear from you. We'll hear yeah, from you. Get in a car and have a glass of Prosecco somewhere. Do I hear maybe a lunch? Do I hear a lunch? Maybe a lunch. Yes. I don't lunch know now. Time, Will you be yeah. ringing your microphone? Maybe we squeeze in an old podcast. <laughs> Will we do one by then anyway? <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. What's what's next weekend? What date is that? It now? would be, I suppose that's true. Oh, we'd squeeze in an old lunch or something, all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Glorious. I'd love that. Are you not working? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> what are, what have you been doing, Dee? What have you yeah. what were you working on the last couple of days? I was filming a sizzle reel for a pilot mm-hmm. on Monday. Um I mean a sizzle Ooh, reel, I sizzle thought it would be nothing, hey? but actually it was a couple of scenes and quite a bit of dialogue. Um, it was lovely to be an actress again. I hadn't been an actress mm, for a while. Lovely. Uh, so I thoroughly enjoyed it, I have to say. Um, the old bit of dialogue. So yes, so I was right. filming on Monday. And today I was doing storyboard, like a like a CBB's Jack and Ori story. Ah, oh, nice. Mm, yeah. I've always yeah. wanted to do one of them, actually. Yeah, very yeah, fun. Really and a lovely uh, thing to do, yeah. And their comedy writers have kind of rewritten... So Alison Spittle had rewritten Billy Goat's Scuff and oh, very good. the Banana Bread Man instead of the Gingerbread Man. Very oh, good. good. Yeah, they're really good. So that was uh, that was today. And then what did I do? And then I went and did a bit of radio to promote my Sky show, which goes out on Sunday. Oh, very good. Whoa! Exciting. Even you can see it, Eva. Even yeah, you can, can see yeah, it. Yeah, finally I can watch something over this. Degree. I actually saw a trailer for it. I clicked down to Sky last night just to say, I wonder will they play a trailer? And they did, and I got an awful fright. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh. And how was it? Good. Good. I mean, good. And as good, you know, as you can possibly think these things are when you're looking at yourself. Yeah. I mean, I just thought I looked about 100, but you look 
who nobody cares about that. Let's not go there. It's too boring. Um, but you <laughs> and know, you don't, and you don't. You look <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. Never. Anyway, that's uh, yeah. So the launch for that is tomorrow night. So I have been flat out. Yeah, and goggle box in the morning, and it's just been busy, busy, full busy, full on. Full on. And um, we had meet the teacher meetings today. Oh, how'd that go? Go and you know you have your your parent teacher meeting. Um, that it was good actually. It was really good, but it but did make me think of um. Do you remember your school reports when you were in primary school? Oh yeah, yeah. Primary, I don't remember. Do I remember, remember secondary school. Do you remember secondary school? No, I don't remember getting reports in primary do you school. Not? Oh, I do. Oh, we remember do. getting them in the envelope and trying yeah. to gently peel open the envelope on the way home before you hand them over to your folks to see if you got a good report card or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. Well, my memory is jogged today because Jessie's teacher was full of praise, but the things she did flag flag up was, um, his he's a, quite a daydreamer and also being you know the Joker wanting to sort of make people, oh. Oh. and which I always got giddy. Giddy was the word that always cropped up on my report giddy. cards every every time. Giddy and daydreamer. They're the two daydreamer. Words. I was daydreamer. accused of the daydreaming, which is no yeah. surprise there. And bit of the old entertaining, yeah. Yeah. I don't recall ever getting a very a very bad one though. Did you ever get any bad ones? No, because no. I was a good kid. You I was a just a kid. dreamer and out the window yeah. and not attentive and all those kind of things. But it was yeah. I was a difficult person, no. you know. That's nice. It's nice to hear nice that's things lovely. like shit. That's the if that's the only bad thing, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, that's good. That, 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 not bad about that either. No, no, no. no. Yeah, and she, and she very much got his character. You know, she, she, she sort of got a, she got a good sense of who he of, is. of what he is and who he is, and and didn't she was by she was by no means saying that the the Joker and the giddiness is is a bad thing. She's saying, saying yeah. she just knows needs to learn when it when it's appropriate and when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to know his audience. We, we all need to know that, don't we? <laughs> I took a risk. <laughs> Can't wait for you to have yours with Lewis. Oh, yeah, we've had a few already. Not, not in Ireland. You know, we had them in Spain. What can they say at that age, really? You know, oh, I'm just thick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could thick. say that. Yeah, thick. listen, lads, would you take <laughs> this child for a bit of help? Uh, <laughs> they could say all manner of things. I, think, uh, I don't think they would, though. Would very they? relieved when they come at out that with... age. No, sure. no. Sure all I remember is the secondary school reports. Deirdre talks too much and spends a lot of time looking out of the window. She talks too much, just always distracting the class, looking out of the window. And I was terribly busy. I remember having great chats in my head with Bob Geldof in particular. Bob and Terry Wogan. I'd have the chat to Terry and Bob. Well, like you're being interviewed by them, or were you doing the interview? I don't know I was doing the interview and they were interviewing me. We'd have long conversations. Conversations, out. yeah. Bob Geldof in particular, now I'd have chats with the Bob. Is this all around the same time as Live Aid now? Did you have a few notions now? Oh, God, no, this would have been long before Live Aid. Oh, I, I don't remember. I don't even really remember. What year was Live Aid? It was 1985. Oh, it was 1985. That was the year I left school. Maybe it was that. I was. Why Bob? Now, did you fancy him? Did you? Did you were you a Boomtown Rats fan? Like, what was the? Why Bob? I don't remember fancying him though. I, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be very much my type now. He'd be my. I like the cut of him now. I like. I like the cut of him. Jib. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why. I think I just must have seen him on the telly and thought he was great or something. 
but when I was uh, hosting the IFTAs and uh, he was getting an old award and he was there in front of me, I made a couple of jokes and I was looking directly at him and he came up on the stage and he said to me, you're doing a great job. Oh, I to say to him, Jesus, now, isn't it an awful pity that teachers can't see me now and I out the window chatting to you in my own head for years. <laughs> now, would you stick his toe in your mouth? Oh, no, Lena, I wouldn't actually stick anyone's bloody toe in <laughs> Not even Mark Ruffalo, my favourite. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> oh, I have a thing for the Mark Ruffalo. He'd be a high amount. Oh, he's, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Sexy. Yeah, you can see yeah. that now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't yeah. even, I wouldn't mark Ruffalo's toe. I wouldn't even be bothered now. No. no. <laughs> I <don't>, when, I, <laughs> when I was growing up, I had, uh, I clearly had a thing about men in mis- with moustaches because I had Daley Thompson, oh. Tom Selleck. And Ian Botham. <laughs> Jesus, Mary Joseph. so weird. Very odd. Very <laughs> Big, odd. burly, moustached men. <laughs> I was about 10. Ian Botham had that lovely hair, though, didn't he? Oh, he a mullet, I think you'll find. He's a mullet. He's a mullet. Ian Botham had that lovely hair, she said. The mullet. <laughs> Uh, lovely uh, hair that's short at the front and long at the back. Yeah, it's all that. Uh, 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 moustache. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's, here's a question for you. Can you remember the first boy that you kissed? Oh, yeah. Was it a nice experience or a bad one? Well, there was one one guy who I'm technically I'm still going out with him because uh, we were dared to kiss <laughs> and uh, we uh, went out with each other. And but we never we ever got around to breaking up. So I suppose we're still you're together. still together. Yeah, you are, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was a dare. That was like you know spinning. Well, back to a dare. <laughs> back, back to a dare. <laughs> but there weren't. It was very innocent. But then the when when there was a proper kiss. Yeah, I remember him. I do, yeah. Now, when we're saying proper kiss, do we mean... Tongue. We mean tongues, tongues, yeah. Like a shift, you yeah. know, like... I remember. Yeah. yeah. Bracey for... That's very young. When yeah. I was asked this on the, the big deal that he asked me a question, when was your first kiss, dear? And I answered it straight away without much thought, and I said 12. And I only realised when I said it, God, that is really very young. Like, the kids, I told him, we were saying to you before... No, I was about 12 now. as well. Yeah, I was I 17. think it's because we had no phones and no screens. We had nothing to do. Nothing else to do. Spin the bottle. Nothing else to do. Go out in the road and hang mm. out on the road, hang out smoke, in the field. Smoke hang bags. 
Yeah, smoke yeah. fags, wander the streets. Smoke fags, spin All the bottle day. in a British bulldog. Get on a bike, go to the beach, whatever, you know. But I mean, you were hanging out. Like, it, yeah. they're not doing that now. They're not snogging. They're not snogging at 12. Are they not? No, I don't no, think so. I, but I, when I think back, when I, when I hear the things that uh, they were getting up to in Taos in New Mexico, I was like... Oh, well, they were wild now, right? They were wild. Like, it's just different, different times. And also when you hear from a boy's perspective... God, it makes me so happy that I don't have a girl <laughs> because, yeah, 14 year old boys, they'd be looking for one thing. God almighty. Uh, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't. I don't think you would say now there's plenty of girls willing to give it. There will be there'd be some there'll be some wild ones. And I suppose the odd. But I don't think that's the case of the majority of girls. Is it not? I don't think so. Now, I can only really be talking of my own experience and my yeah. nieces and the kids that I know. And mm. maybe they are a privileged background. Not wildly, though, you know, middle class background, but definitely no. You hear the stories of the odd girl that's looking for attention and a bit wilder, you know, the odd one. But they're definitely the odd one, not the majority, you know. But I, I get the impression that it's much later, like 16, 17, 18, before there's any kissing and stuff going on, which is interesting. Which is good to hear, isn't it? I think it's yeah. much better. I think it's so normal. That's a great so age to be doing all of that. It's the I was perfect fumbling age. around and long grass and Jesus, none of it, <laughs> none of it was pleasant. None of it was pleasant. I was just doing it because I'm going wistful and romantic there. No, God, grass, it was all awful, stony and, and hard the and an old gravel. Somebody pushing your breast so hard that you thought, oh my God, I'm actually in pain, but I can't say anything. You know, do yeah. you that? Like, oh, of course. Eating it like, oh my God, like worse than a mammogram, to be honest. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the mammogram, maybe that's why I thought the mammograms were easy, all the bad experiences. I thought, oh, here, this is fine. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first good kiss, like good sexual experience? A kiss or sexual experience? Sexual experience, like where you go, oh, yes. I was 15. 16. Yeah, I would have been 16 when I got a snog that was delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about, right? Where mm. you're aware enough to go, yeah, not just that, that, yeah, go yeah. do this, have a snog and, you know, you know, yeah, because that's all it was earlier. You know, it's just exactly. You just don't mess. really know what you're Poking doing around the place. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was 15 when I was like, oh, OK, this is excellent. This is how it should be. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is excellent. Thank this you. Excellent. This is excellent. I will but here you go. Again. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was very late to have sex by choice. What do you call very late? Like 18 or? I was 23. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so surprised because you're yeah. the wild one. Like oh, yeah. I'm so surprised I because you're I a slut. <laughs> I know. I'm, uh, I was 23 years of age. Yeah. I kept putting it off because. I just don't I... even understand how because you were off at college. Like. So here's why. So when I was 15, 16, there was a guy that I really liked and. And I was like, yeah, I would with him. But then it just wasn't working out because there was all, you know, like teenage drama or he was, you know, he went off somebody else. He was going out with somebody else. And it was just when the moment came where I could have, I was like, no, it's not right right now. I'm going to wait. And then I just said, no, I, I started to feel like 
actually, no, I'm not just going to give it up. I'm just going to wait until it's the right moment. And then we, um, then I ended up going to college. And because I'd put it off, and believe me, I had plenty of fun. There was plenty of fun. I don't doubt it. It just got to the point where I was going, no, I had waited long enough that I thought, I'm just going to wait for the one that I'm that I want to. And also, it was very late to develop myself, like physically. You know, I didn't have a period till I was 16. So I was kind of slow in the physical sense that I just knew that it wasn't going to be right. And I and I, you know, I had friends who were having sex and it wasn't a very joyful experience for most of them. And I was, no. Well, that's the thing. And you, so I kind of was like going from experience. If it's not going to be great, then why would I bother? Right. So and then um, and I put it off so much that by the time I was ready, I met a guy at a party and I said, I am going to take you home and I am going to fuck you. And that's what happened. And we ended up going out together and it was great. I was ready. I was just ready. You're so and mature. You're so, so sensible. mature. <laughs> so yes. sensible. And it was in the driving seat. I love it. Yeah. He couldn't believe it. He was just, he was like, delighted. You know, he couldn't, like, he just couldn't believe it. This is bullshit. Like, this. <laughs> oh, what? That you're a virgin? That I was. Yeah. That oh, I was. sorry. I didn't mean you're delighted. He was delighted about that. I thought you meant he was delighted that you suggested going home and having sex. No, he just couldn't believe it. And then, but I, but it was a real, it was great. It was such a great experience. And then from then on, it was just like, all right. Oh, oh, the gloves are off. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to waste time then. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was so See, glad that I waited. You were, you know, yeah, we're able for it. Oh, yeah, very um, smart. Yeah. Have I said it once? You're very smart. Well, I wasn't all that smart for lots of other I think that's I think that was very, you know, you had a sense of self. Um, I certainly didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Had you protected yourself to to, to wait that long? And you you know what I mean? You were able. It's very smart. To know, I don't think it's going to be enjoyable now. Get the right person. Wait, I'm ready. That's exactly what you'd want your own child to be like. Yes. Yes, I kind of absolutely. had put it off that so long that now it's a thing. It's a little bit like Paris. I hadn't, didn't get to go to Paris till I was 40 <laughs> because I wanted it to be perfect. And it was. It was just the most perfect trip to Paris. And it was, it's the control freak as well in me. I was like, no, well, no, no. I know, I know it's going to be great. And uh, yeah. So how old were you? I was 17. But it was, in a, uh, it was in a serious relationship that I met him at 16 and we were together till I was 20. You so see, that's like, a great yeah. one. Well, yeah, yeah. four-year relationship. I was in love with him, had a gorgeous relationship with him. Yeah. So he, we were both each other's first um, and the similar, similar age. Um, and if, so it felt right and it felt safe and felt loved. And mm. I mean, it was, yeah. It was dreadful, of course, the first time. <laughs> but there was a lot of love there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, listen, that's awesome. Same age, in yeah. love. That's kind of perfect, right? That's yeah. how, yeah, that's perfect. I was almost 19, 18, almost 19. Really, I think it was, it was, it was ple- fine. And well, but I wasn't like in love. I was just kind of yeah. in it and yeah. enjoying it and fine and just sort of ready. So I was yeah. just like, ah, yeah, I'll just get this show on the road. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know just, yeah, grand, grand. 
<laughs> not, it wasn't awful. You know, I was, uh, was mature enough for it. You know, it was, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, I shouldn't, I said dreadful there, but it was by no means a dreadful experience. We just didn't know what we're doing. It, it was, yeah. You know, but it at least clear, you both don't know what you're doing experience. together. And that's exactly, yeah. That's great. It, it was actually very sweet in looking back. It was very, very yeah. sweet. Yeah. Whereas later, I'm sure we've probably all experienced being with somebody who's older. Not good. Not good. Have you ever, well, maybe this is all a bit too personal now. No, yeah. no. I, yeah, I've not... been with all kinds, all older, younger, yeah. all of them. Yeah. Why, in what way? How much older though? No, I just don't think it works, you know, like, I mean, much of, like, a, like yeah. say 10 years, maybe, okay. you know, or that you're kind of they're different they've got more experience than you they want things they know what they want you're still an idiot and you haven't a clue really and you just want to go with the flow yeah. do you know what I mean and then yeah. it just feels a bit you're left feeling a bit sullied I think I had a lot of that <laughs> oh, you know where I bought that oh god so many di- a lot of disappointing experiences I have to also acknowledge the good ones because of course yeah. there were great ones too mm, yeah but in there I was very willing to try a lot, <laughs> to try yeah. again and again and again and again. Yeah, you oh, do. Yeah. Just a lot of disappointment you find in the right there. person. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of disappointment. I remember meeting somebody and her telling me, oh, God, no, I don't have casual sex. And me thinking, oh, really? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I really need to cop on to myself. Far too casual. Far too easy going. <laughs> yeah, I think I had. You know, and then wondering why it's not good. You know, yeah. like, like a dope. But you see, but you can you can get lucky though. You can get very lucky with mm. casual encounters as well. You the know, majority of them now, to my memory, the majority of the casual encounters weren't, weren't up great. to much. Now, okay. weren't up to much. They had a nice time, I think. Well, <laughs> and I always well, envy men that. I mean, really, yeah. for them, it, it is a much easier. It is situation. Easy. It's easier yeah. for them to, you know. Yeah, reach a point where it's satisfying, but really, yeah. God Almighty, for us now, a casual thing is not. Yeah, especially with somebody that you don't know, because I think for us to have a, a great time, and you, you you really need to get to know each other, and, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, teach what it takes to have a great time. Yeah, and be really yeah. into that person. Yeah, you know, that's why after when I finally unleashed unleash the beast. <laughs> As you now be known as the beast. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly made up for last time. And uh, there was a few years I had like three monogamous relationships in a row from the age of 23 to 27. And then from 27 to 30, it was OK, I need to be single for a while. So that by the time I met Ellie, I felt like I've had enough sex with enough people to go yeah I know what I like I know I know who I am I know the sort of partner I want because I felt like if I'm going to make a choice for a husband and the father of a child this is the one person I'm going to be having sex with the rest of my life I really don't want to fuck this up Mm. so I feel so sad for so many people of our parents generation okay some of them got lucky but a lot of them didn't you know ah uh, yeah i know they had that was they didn't even th- have sex with each other no they got no married. that, that like, was ridiculous ridiculous like you crazy know, so important yeah. like just crazy that you very important yeah 
I agree with you. And I was the same as you. I was very ready. You know, by the time I got, by the time I met Steve, I was done now with the casual yes. carry on. And I was just like, okay, I need to get out of this. I'm done. I've had enough drummers now to to Oh Jesus, you as well. I was oh, very keen on the drummers. Very I was keen. keen on the drummers as well. Oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know you were into drummers also. I had a couple of drummers, yeah. I had about five of them. What the fuck? Jesus, I don't think I'd five. There might have been two or three. <laughs> Or musicians, anyway. There's a few musicians. The um, rhythm section. Few bands, you know. Yeah, a few bands. Had a few bands. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember very clearly yeah. reaching that point of, oh Jesus, I I cannot do this anymore. I'm done now. I'm really, really. I just I'd like a relationship now. Yeah. And I thought this this casual madness. I it was done. Absolutely done. Um. But I think that my naivety, you know, in kind of being quite open to the casual thing was was that was the culture of the time. I think I was looking, whatever you were seeing in movies or whatever was happening, it was still, um, you know, like casual sex or having sex, like, you know, on first or second dates was absolutely de rigueur. It was, yeah. it was not, not a thing. That's why I remember being taken aback when someone said to me, a girl I was working with said to me, oh, God, no, I, I don't have casual sex. And I was really, it was the first time I'd heard someone saying that. It was almost like you were the freak if you didn't at that right. time. Yeah. And that has changed. And that I I think it has anyway. I mean, I'm no expert on what's going on now with the young ones. But uh, I don't know. Are they as willing to? I, I genuinely have no idea. It's life is long and yeah. You should try and have some sex before you're dead. <laughs> Seriously, before though, you die. You really should. My grand auntie May was just the most amazing woman. She was 99 when she passed away. Just the most gorgeous woman. Never married, no children. And she was a businesswoman. And she was so brilliant. She was interested in everything. Every single thing that came her way, she could barely see, but she'd be like, oh, isn't that a beautiful top there now? Oh, it's a lovely pink. Where did you get that? And she'd be down to Marks and Spencer's the next day to get it. And then she'd return it the following day just so that she could always be busy. And uh, <laughs> she was amazing. She really was. She was always, she was brilliant. Things didn't return enough to oh, keep she herself busy. She did. She did. She did. She always had the, the, the most recent creams and she was just amazing. She, and we shared a birthday, 3rd of March. And she was asked once, do you have any regrets? And she said, I do. I do. I would love to have had sex. Because I'd have loved to know what all the fuss is about. Oh, my God, that's heartbreaking. Mm, broke my heart. Yeah. Here is this a different time, a different, different time, you know, because when it's good, my God, it's the best thing ever oh but it's good it's great <laughs> to, to miss out on that it's yeah. just heartbreaking yeah that's really sad yeah do you have to break my heart there now wasn't she quite the woman as well to say that to articulate that yes oh, oh yeah she was extraordinary i admire her yeah she obviously was extraordinary she was to be able to say that you know oh, I love a lot that. of people would take that to the grave and it's quietly mm-mm. but there must have been mm-hmm. a lot of people at that time of what as well who yeah we're the same mm-hmm. the fear around getting pregnant then you see that was the of real course. fear that was Jesus. the real risk bloody hell and rightly so and rightly so yeah and but listen we won't go down that road no you ended up in a laundry that's basically what happened then yeah. so the fear was enough to no. stop you 
that's another podcast. I think we've come full. I think we've come full circle. (laughs) (laughs) We started with good sex, bad sex, in between sex, ready, not ready, young, too old, never had sex, and revenge on the laundry. I think we're done. (laughs) (laughs) And good night. (laughs) And good night. Thank you for listening to our little quickie today and to all of you out there who are helping to spread the word. It's working. We're getting new listeners by the week and we're only delighted with them and we're only delighted with ourselves as a result because it helps keep the podcast going. So thank you and we'll see you all next week. This podcast is powered by the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.